Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You're listening to the Deeply Graphic Design Cast, the show about all things design, from the creative side to the business side and all points in between. Follow the show on Twitter at Wes McDowell. Want the gang to answer your question on an upcoming episode? Send in your listener question to questions at thedeependdesign.com or via Twitter using hashtag DGDC. Here are your hosts. Wes McDowell in Chicago. Mikhail Morrison out of Salt Lake. Nick Longo in Los Angeles. All right. Thanks for being back, guys. And thanks, everyone, for listening and for telling a friend and for those five-star reviews on iTunes. We love it. Um, we just got a, a review on iTunes I read this morning. It was pretty funny. Like, kind of, she said she loved the show. And then she said something about, oh, and by the way, some of your listeners actually are the the genius, not geniuses at the Apple store. So, calling us <laughs> oh. out. On... <laughs> oh, I remember that. Yeah. Uh-oh. I had a trouble. feeling. By the oh, that is funny. <laughs> well, it was only a matter of time before one of them listened to the show, I'm sure. So. Just keep in mind, I did not say anything bad about the geniuses the next time I go into Well, now I, no. now I need to listen back and see if I did any shit talking. I can't remember. <laughs> I think we were nice. I think we saved our major digs for the geeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope Those I bastards. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> You're right. We spent a good time on them. That was yeah. funny. Although, if you do work for the geek squad, we love you, too. Definitely. Yeah. Especially if we, we're on our way in there soon for something. <laughs> I, that's, that's what I gave. That's what I gave some... Um, some business tours was the Geek Squad. I think I was poking fun of that. Remember that? My, mom, my parents like, spending a ton of money on the Geek oh, yes. Squad. Oh, yeah. man. And how I'm they basically bilk the elderly. Mm-hmm. They go in there and like they know they don't know anything about computers and they just go Oh, in yeah. They capitalize the on that demographic for sure. Oh, you know it. We're just kidding, Geek Squad. We love you. Yeah. <laughs> Great, <laughs> okay, ties. So, Great ties. Great ties. <laughs> exactly. So, um, yeah, great live show, guys. Um, it's really always so much like, fun when we do that. That and, was awesome. Um, yeah, so for anyone who was not there for it live, you can obviously still listen to the show. It's still in our feed. You probably already have. Um, but you you really got to be there for the next one because it's fun. Mm-hmm. You get to talk Something to us. Something about in, being there in the moment, you know? Yeah. Talk <laughs> to us in real time. I think we all had, all had fun. Everyone got their questions answered and then some. So Yeah, I hope ever... so. And unlike the first time... I mean, I don't remember seeing that feed to the right where you just see people bumping each other up. I love it that they can yeah, control that. Yeah, we didn't know that. the first time. I think Wes was the only one looking and well, I think we, right. we hadn't maybe, figured it out at that point. Yeah, maybe I did not hit the right button the first time or something. <laughs> I'm not I'm not claiming fault, but I'm probably at fault. Just saying. <laughs> yeah, seeing them kind of fight each other for position going up and stuff, that was pretty cool. So uh, yeah, I can't wait that, to, I, can't I like wait that that's one. controlled by those that are participating. That's awesome. Yeah, and you guys can ask us, like, you know, it doesn't have to be all design questions. Like, sure. one of the better ones was, I think the first question was, like, yeah. behind the scenes. something that, like, but, went yeah. wrong or whatever. And, right, you know, right. There's been plenty that's going Embarrassing wrong, so. moment or something like that. Yeah, exactly. We need a, we need a bloopers episode. <laughs> yeah. 
Although I'm sure you haven't saved anything because <laughs> it's like, oh, get rid of it, right? Oh, it's all there. <laughs> like it just crazy amounts of audio files on my computer, like all the raw files, but maybe right. someday I'll release the, the vault. There we go. Have at it. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but anyway, today we're going to be talking, uh, continuing our trend, talking with Bill Gardner from Logo Lounge about the 2016 Logo Trend Report. So, um, I should tell you guys, this is a very visual kind of show. So, and I know it may not work out great because a lot of you are probably in your car or walking driving. your dog or yeah. driving, whatever. Mm -hmm. So, but if you can, and if you're by your computer or anything, you're going to want to go to logolounge.com and click on the link uh, right there. I think it's still report. doable to follow though without the visuals and then maybe to visit later once you get mm -hmm. to the workstation or whatever. Yeah. Or maybe you, you t look at the trends and then listen to it. It might yeah. make more yeah, sense right. that way. That's actually probably yeah. better. However yeah. you can do it, but um, we, we're going to have a good discussion about it anyway. So, all right. So before we get on with Bill, let's talk a little FreshBooks, baby. <laughs> <laughs> we love FreshBooks. I'm in love with FreshBooks. I think I, uh, I can safely say the two of you are as well. I yeah. love FreshBooks too. Yeah. It's a love, I mean, a love triangle, but it's, like a, it's like a love it's, rectangle, basically. It's a love, it's a love, love situation. Exactly. <laughs> so, so great. Yeah, it's it's amazing because basically the old way I would just I would invoice directly through PayPal, which just looked kind of Mickey Mouse. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? It just looks like okay, this guy kind of has a company, not really, not really much of an invoicing program. It's just through PayPal, whatever. But mm -hmm. FreshBooks, you still get paid through PayPal or through a check or whatever payment gateway you want. Really, they do sync with other ones, but it looks so much more professional. And that means everything with your clients, like to see you in a professional light. So, yeah. um, you know, FreshBooks makes it so easy to make the invoices, send the invoices, make them look like your brand. You literally mm -hmm. just upload your logo and they do the color scheme for you based on your logo. Bam. Yeah. Bam. <laughs> I, you Boom. know what we never talked about, too, is it kind of takes away the error the, uh, the, 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 you know, I'm, I'm like a, I'm like so bad on typos and things like that and not yeah. calculating it the right way, but it, it's almost error proof because it, it calculates everything behind the scenes as you put in your rates and your hours. So you, you, yeah. I, I never have to go back and you can, if you need to, and that's something I've done a few times, but editing it is so easy. And if you edit it, the next time your client goes and clicks on that link, they get They'll the, see the refreshed version. version. Yep. Yes. Yeah. I love so that feature. Never too. worried about confusing no. them with multiple versions of the same invoice. You can't right. call an invoice the same name. So you're never having that issue. It covers you all aspects. Nice. And they also do a cool thing with deposits. Like you can mm -hmm. have, there's specific deposit invoices, which is great. So yeah. you don't have to kind of keep track of what they've already paid you. It kind of already takes care of that. So uh, we've worked out a deal to get one month free for you, our loyal listeners, and you don't even need a credit card to sign up, which is great. So you can just do it. And if, if you decide you don't like it, you, they don't have your credit card info, they can't bill you, but I seriously doubt that's going to happen because you're going <laughs> to want it like we do. So you get to get one month free, uh, you're going to want to go to freshbooks.com slash deeply graphic, and then enter deeply graphic in the, how did you hear about us section? All right, so we've got back with us for the fourth time in a row. Wow, four uh, times. I know, we're talking about the 2016 Logo Trend Report with Logo Lounge founder and owner of Gardner Design, the one and only Bill Gardner. What's up, Bill? Hey, hey thanks, Wes. Hey, boy. Welcome back, welcome back. 
Hey, this is fun. Glad you, to do it. You're, we you're get a, the best responses from the people that listen to your. Oh, awesome. That's great. Oh, Good to hear. right on. I yeah, love hearing that. That is yeah, awesome. We do. You're definitely cool. a fan favorite. And um, it's yes. so funny because I cannot believe it's already been a year since the last one. I know. So I, I saw on, tw on uh, Twitter, I don't know if someone was tweeting at you, Bill, to come on our, back on our show or tweeting at us to have you back on. But I was like, oh, I, it's already been a year. We got to get this going. So yeah, that, that was me. Yeah. Was yeah me. You were just uh, stacking uh, the deck. Get that guy back on. He's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. No, cool. But we, we always love talking to you about the new trends. So, um, and I've been kind of, I think the three of us have been perusing it a little bit to familiarize ourselves. And it looks like some interesting ones this year. Well, and you know what, this was, wow, what a um, kind of a throwback this year has turned mm -hmm. into um, mm -hmm, in some mm -hmm. ways. You know, it's, mm -hmm. it's one of those things where you feel like you kind of see a trajectory happening, uh, which is the whole purpose behind the trends. But then all of a sudden, uh, sometimes uh, somebody just kind of pulls the car off to the side of the road and says, hey, guess what we're going to do this year? Um, <laughs> so, you know, um, I think, if anything, uh, that uh, this motion towards austerity started mm -hmm. to occur this year. Um, mm -hmm. Especially if you uh, start taking a look at uh, some of the typographic solutions that are going on. And the, um, the big boys, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We, right. we, we refer to it as the uh, Google Lenovo Verizon effect, um, <laughs> which is, you know. Uh, those, those three certainly did that. Yeah, for yeah, sure. They did. And it's kind of like, you know, uh, Google certainly hung on to their, um, you know, uh, color palette that was so essential to their identity, but at the same yeah. time, stripped it down to basically a future kind of direction with a jaunty E. And mm -hmm. uh, then Lenovo came along and said, we're going to, we're going to drop out all the effects on ours and we're going to, we're, we're going to do it all hell better. But we're going to steal uh, the red jaunty E from uh, Google. And go. then uh, <laughs> Verizon came along and said, we can do it in black. And uh, then threw the little red check on their tail. So it was, you know, I mean, you're still seeing uh, some level of uh, uh, design certainly in there, but I think that, Maybe if something's coming out of that, it's saying that, you know, it's it's even more and more important for us to get across a critical message yeah. um, and that uh, by cutting through some of the uh, the flash and the crystal capping and the uh, gradations and everything else that are going on, uh, let's take it back to some more simpler times. And yeah. mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. so a really kind of Spartan look. Um, mm -hmm. The the other thing that really kind of stuck out this year that was amazing was how many people went to this kind of pure geometry with a lot of their um, uh, marks. And it's a simplification of the mark, too. And uh, as, as designers, we all seem to um, have, have have a real comfort level with circles and squares. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, we could stick that in a circle. If we put it in a square, that'll make a great Favicon. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, so you're seeing that uh, the circle uh, you know and whoever thought that we would be listing the circle as a trend you know I because know. I mean yeah, it's kind of like <laughs> you know really we're going to do a circle for a trend but <laughs> as we started going through these uh, it was just amazing the number of designers that have taken inventive uh, directions with the circle but mm -hmm. I know for instance I think one of the ones that we talked about is open table yeah um, you know mm, where yeah you know, it's it's a simple. Uh, well, they took a red circle and they stole the middle out of it and pulled it off to the side about where the uh, diner would sit. And yeah, uh, it's done so you know, well. Yeah, yeah. You know. and see, I didn't even get that bill until I read your description of it. Um, 
And it makes perfect sense after the, I've read it. And by mm -hmm. the way, um, yeah. reading through this guide earlier today, your the way you describe these trends is pretty amazing. Like your oh, yeah. oh the write ups are really the well write ups done. are really well done. So oh, cool. Yeah, good job on that for sure. Yeah, it's you know I don't I don't have anybody here telling me what I can't do, so I get a little bit scary. <laughs> yeah, and it's I good that you put people. your opinion out there. You know, I, I think <laughs> it's it definitely is because this is why we want to review it. You know, for and, sure. and kind of see sure. what what we can do next. You know, yeah, yeah. totally agree. I, I I was looking through um, as we're talking about uh, circles that the art center didn't update on their own identity um, mm -hmm. uh, in Pasadena. And matter of fact, uh, we just finished doing this trend uh, report for uh, Lynda.com, which is now part of LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's just been released on Lynda. But while I was in Pasadena, I am driving down the street and I'm going, oh, there's the art center. And I'm looking over and the art center's logo, you know, for years has <laughs> been a red circle. And it, yeah. At, at which point you're either going, God, that is so audaciously brilliant, you know, <laughs> the idea right. of a circle for your logo, or is it that's all you really got? You yeah, know, it, yeah. <laughs> I think they're just pulling one over on us. Is what's happening? Yeah. Parents, students, you know, that are paying the bill. I don't know one right, or the other. Right. But they they think they're audaciously brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, no, how no. many people can we fool into thinking this is just brilliant before <laughs> it, they're on to us? <laughs> uh, and, and honestly, I mean, it is an amazing school and the, and the people that are out there are brilliant, but even talking to some of them, they're kind of going, yeah, I was kind of surprised that we, what they mm -hmm. did was they basically increased the size of the circle that they've knocked it down to just art center now, uh, right. which is in a, you know, uh, a Helvetica future, uh, fill in the blank kind of, you know, yeah. uh, and serif bold face yeah. and. You, you and and even at that, you know, it's one of those things where if you look at all the people that have claimed the circle, uh, uh, you know, you start thinking USA of, Today, yep, USA Today, Blah Punk, Rot Punk, um, uh, Green Earth, um, you know, uh, there's uh, there's uh, Euro News, there's just a, a number. USA Today was smart. I loved it when um, Stephen Colbert was doing a um, review on the new USA Today logo, and that's been you know a couple of years now ago that mm -hmm. they did that. Uh, he said, uh, here's their new logo, which is also a, for the ones that are wondering, it's a pie chart of the number of people confused by the new USA. <laughs> so, nice. Uh, and, and USA Today. The geometry so joke just, for the kids. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Very, very. <laughs> You know, they, they, they obviously took blue, but they also said, hey, for our departments, let's do green for money. Uh, for sports, mm -hmm. yellow, orange, they had teal. And it's kind of like they decided to take ownership of all colored circles. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> anyway. They, they did it quite uh, quite before a lot of, like, the trends we're seeing now, which is a, yeah. a bold move for them, I got to say, even yeah, though yeah, so absolutely. simplistic. But they did it. That was a good, what, four or five years ago. Yeah, Pretty well, amazing. Yeah. It's like three years ago. But mm – -hmm. uh, you know, uh, but this kind of tells you something uh, because, and I'm, I'm going to throw this out here, which is something that we talk every time we talk about trends on, mm -hmm. which is you can't start a trend. Yeah. Okay. Now let me, let me back that up and kind mm -hmm. of uh, give some meaning to that. Mm -hmm. um, the person who starts the idea that throws that piece out that other people are moved by, informed by, um, really didn't start the trend. It's the person who finds value in that that mm -hmm. applies that thinking to another identity. And I'm not talking theft. I'm not talking stealing. I'm talking mm -hmm. looking at it and going, I can see where this can you know move forward. Right. It's that person that is starting the trend. 
You know, mm-hmm. the, the, the first person laid down the first card. Yeah, <laughs> but right. It's the people that follow that really establish a trend. And yeah. right. it's designers, we're all informed by what we look at in our environment. You know, every, okay, so everybody is a trend follower. I hate to say that. And, and if you move beyond the word fad and you think trend, it's kind of like where we eat, what we read, what we watch, you know, what we wear. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, all of these things are based off of trends. But what we do as designers that makes it so amazing is we evolve those ideas forward. You know, mm-hmm. so otherwise we'd all be wearing plaid shirts right now. You know, yeah, <laughs> we trends are out there, but but we buy and we evolve that trend forward into something that is uniquely us. Exactly. Well said. And then every now and every couple of decades, we throw it back and we just start yeah. all over again. Right. right. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, that pendulum swing. Exactly. <laughs> you remember the pendulum? Yeah, good. Oh, I, I, I use it in every form of trends now because I know it's going to eventually leave and go back to the other side. It, it just it ha- it works where it, with everything. It really does. Yeah, it really does. Mm-hmm. And it's also politics, that, everything. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> for sure. Right? Uh, yeah, really, and in politics especially. Yeah, um, exactly. <laughs> that you know, it used to be that people would say that uh, trends generally run in a thirty-year cycle. And, um, you know, to some degree, so here's the deal. If you want to know what the remakes are going to be on movies, go look at what was out 30 years ago. And that's probably what the industry is looking at. But in general, you're finding that people are almost getting whiplash from the speed with which things the pace is picking up. Um, As designers, you know, when uh, designers used to have to rely on printed publications to have access to, uh, you know, what a trend was. And by, you know, frankly, by the time they purchased it and, and mm-hmm. consumed it, it was history. Yeah. But if, if you look at, you know, um, the uh, landscape of design right now, we are consummate consumers of everything, Internet uh, portfolio sites to the point that it's possible for a trend to come and go before the public ever sees it. Yeah. You know, Very that's true. true. And the, the pace seems like, so the pace seems so quick now, and I even I don't know if you're familiar with the one uh, the DC comic one that just mm-hmm. rebranded after three exactly. or four years. Yep. Uh, what what a if if that's not a kind of admitting we were wrong, uh, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I mean that what a quick turnaround that was for that logo. No, it really wasn't. I'm sitting here uh, twisting my head, looking on my wall because I have all the trends tacked up there. Yeah, we actually used that one. Uh, it's probably been what four years ago, five years ago. I think ago? it was four. The reveal one, the peel yeah. back. Yeah, peel. peel. Yep. Um, you know when DC came out with that, and any number of others were doing that same uh, kind of little trick. But mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, go figure. Uh, how short lived was that? Yeah, I, I did get a. I'll, I'll share maybe with you off 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 the, the the podcast a little insight I got from some friends at Warner Brothers on that, which was kind of interesting. But wh- I, I was so surprised to see them change that so quickly. Uh, but it was a legal thing; it really was. Oh, was it really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, well, anyways, it's like the same bye. thing. Like the comic books, they're they're pretty notorious for doing that. Like, how many years did it take to have a Spider-Man remake after the original Spider-Man? And oh the my whole god, I know. That, like you're literally making a movie that's like two years old at this point. Yeah, you don't. Re- <laughs> so yeah, you surprised. don't something <laughs> two years old. <laughs> oh, but they do. Now it's in design. Uh, uh, exactly. All right, cool, Bill. So, like, moving on beyond the circles, then. Yeah, um sure. What is your what did, What did you kind of deter decide was your favorite trend? I'm sure yeah. you have to have something yeah. that you kind of liked yeah. the most. So there's a couple of men here that kind of uh, played well uh, with us. And just 
you know, to, to kind of play out how this works out. Um, uh, for anybody who's not heard the podcast or read the report or uh, the likes, you know, the stuff that we're showing here, um, I'm, I'm kind of like, don't shoot the, the piano player because... Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm not telling you what to do. I'm, I'm certainly not telling you what to do. You know, anything that you see in the trend report, this is from our looking at, you know, uh, every year it's not uncommon for us to have 15 to 20 to 30,000, depending on the uh, uh, logo lounge um, uh, deadline entry here for a book. Mm -hmm. But we've got a huge number of logos. And I literally go through every one of them and pull off anything that I find some interest or nuance in that I'm thinking I haven't seen that a million times. And mm -hmm. so, what we report here is basically saying, here's what we're seeing a preponderance of that's starting to sprout up. And, the, you know, some of these, you know, may not last and some of them mm -hmm. uh, may eventually turn into something. And what we want our readers to do on this is to stand on these shoulders and evolve an idea forward. It's not to do this particular mm -hmm. Trend necessarily. So um, as, as we start to look at these, one of them is uh, Ombre, mm -hmm. which um, uh, mm -hmm. my 20-year-old my, my uh, daughter Molly kind of brought me about on this. Um, she, she and some of her friends had made a cake for uh, her grandmother that they had iced with variegated uh, uh, from light blue. Each layer was a little bit darker blue going down. And she also did that with a pink cake. And I was going, what do you call it? And she says, oh, Ombre. And I'm going, <laughs> Okay, more words here. Oh, that's cute. And, uh, yeah, it, which, as it turns out, you know, if you look that up, it mostly uh, uh, pertains to hair uh, and hairstyles that shift from one color to the other. Okay. Uh, okay. So ombre is this idea of uh, basically taking a gradation that you would normally look at that might run from, let's say, cool to light or, I mean, cool, cool to hot or uh, uh, light to dark on something and breaking it up. And if you're looking at the uh, trends, you'll see that there's a number of them where uh, the colors step in gradation mm -hmm. uh, through uh, the logo. And mm -hmm. it's a way to, at a distance, mm -hmm. still kind of give that gradation effect, but it's also a way to define edges, um, to define transitions, you know, mm -hmm. um, uh, sweet to sour, hot to cold, A to B, whatever that is. Uh, from one end to the other, and uh, and if you're a smart designer, it also gives you a way to be able to uh, do that with kind of a limited color palette, as opposed to actually going into four color printing to achieve mm -hmm. it. But, mm -hmm. So, kind of an interesting uh, thing. Very. There were just just enough of them to make you kind of go, okay, somebody's paying attention to somebody else and kind of seeing things right. going on. Um, the half and half that I've got in here yeah. um, is. Yeah. You know, and you're seeing a lot of this this year, and it just kind of came out of nowhere. I mean, it certainly you can always go back and say, yeah, it happened a bit in 12, or we saw mm -hmm. a little bit of it here. But mm -hmm. um, this year, everybody was splitting their logos right down the middle vertically. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, interesting. And, yeah. And this happens it, with so many things yeah. in design now, too. Like, I think it's yeah. it, it's like a, a relic from the flat design. Mm -hmm. This is what mm -hmm. everyone was doing for that, like for totally. icons. And that kind of yeah. thing. I see it all the time. Yeah, it's almost like an so, evolution because we stripped everything down, and now yeah. this still allows you to be simple, but yep. add uh, by just a shade darker or a shade lighter a little more of that. It's the pendulum swing. It's, it's going dimension. back. Yeah, mm -hmm. <laughs> it is. You know, and it's back to the pendulum. It's the whole idea that you know we we got super silly with how uh, you know uh, glossy slick. Uh, we could possibly get on things, and then coming mm -hmm. back, we still like that level of dimensionality, that lift 
that we give yeah. things off of a page, but it's kind of like, how do we do that with flat? And, uh, you know, I mean, this could also be a cousin to the long shadow, which, you know, is mm -hmm. still, you know, achieved through, uh, and, and frankly, if you look at these, it is shadow, you know, that we're, yes. we're feeling. It's really here. all it is. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But uh, it's kind of tone on tone and uh, allows something to just in a very flat way lift off the page, if you can, you know, kind of say it that way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, this, this tarpon construction one looks a uh -huh. lot like, remember the old, uh, was the HTML5 logo? I know. Totally. Uh, that's that's yeah, kind yeah, of exactly. Good exact. call. Good yeah. call. Yeah. Except with a split down the middle. Yep. With this, yep. Yeah. 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 Yep. Mm -hmm. I think that one was though, isn't? Am I mistaken? I don't remember it now. It, might have been. it had it had the uh, it had the shadow thing, the half and half. It had like yeah. a okay, okay. yeah, yep. Sure enough, nice. that's cool. Um, stimming was what you know. Uh, my my pleasure in doing these is that I get to call them whatever the I want. <laughs> yeah. Totally. And, you know, and, I'm, it, and usually it's quickly jotted down as I'm sorting these out into. Um, so, sure. like I said, when I pull off all these logos, I may have 2,000 logos on a screen that are kind of divided into 10 by 10 squares, so 100 at a time. And mm -hmm. I play the world's largest version of Match Game. So, <laughs> it's like right, I, go, I would okay, imagine. When, when we're pulling these clusters off to the side of these individual logos playing this big game of Match Game, you know, we, we have to be able to kind of identify those in some way. So, I quickly throw up some name that I think might represent well, whatever that is. And mm -hmm. sometimes they're kind of silly and sometimes they're pretty blatant. But um, on stimming, I had recently heard uh, uh, a gentleman's talk about stimming, which is short for self-stimulation. Self and it's a, so okay. it's not that. And, it, <laughs> and it's this idea, psychology, careful. It's this idea that psychologists uh, say that uh, with some people that have OCD, that um, they uh, like to touch things or that they draw patterns with their hands or with their eyes. Mm. And it's this way of kind of settling them, if you will. And I, I think that I may have a little OCD myself and sometimes <laughs> talking to I somebody. I think I do this every now and then, actually. Yeah, That's funny. Exactly. You know, I, I'll, I'll find that my finger is on my, you know, on my lips tracing out a figure eight or something like that while I'm listening to somebody. <laughs> and, mm -hmm. and, and What's odd is I've shared this with a number of people, and they're all going, yeah, I've got – matter of fact, I was talking to my editor at Linden as I'm describing this. He goes, as we're talking, I'm in my kitchen stepping between the tiles on the floor, pacing out this pattern, going – <laughs> Oh, my goodness. I'm going, okay, this is perfect. That's but, perfect. So the stimming uh, logos, it, it basically is a pathway. Mm -hmm. um, if you look at it, that is uh, connected from end to end. It's mm. loop. If you think mm -hmm. of the Airbnb logo, which isn't in here and came out uh, with Paul Stafford and the design group uh, mm -hmm. uh, out of London, uh, maybe about oh uh, a year and a half, two years ago. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, Airbnb uh, has that uh, really outside of all the crap that it took about all the different things that people thought they saw in the logo. It really has been an incredibly successful logo for them mm -hmm. and. You know, it it has this smooth kind of radius kind of pathway mm -hmm. that you follow. And think of that as it's comforting. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. it is. And mm -hmm. you look at these, and one of the secrets behind great identity is getting people to interact with it in some fashion. 
Um, You know, if you can engage them, you're buying milliseconds of time that otherwise isn't going to be there. And if they look at something and their eye takes the time to trace the path of the logo, you probably picked up twice the time you would have had with them otherwise. Mm -hmm. And um, Mm -hmm. so you can kind of see that some of these uh, are informed by a gradient that you almost follow the gradient that travels around it with you. Um, Variety of ways, but, you know, it is this, it's that this client provides a pathway. It has uh, figured out the methodology for you. It is, mm-hmm. we're going to help you through this. Mm-hmm. And that's basically what these do. Yeah. It's very right. soothing to look at it. I mean, especially the ones that are more rounded, the mm-hmm. ones that are more angular yep. or a little less so, it's a little more chaotic. Yep. Right. But right. They're still, those are a little more energetic, but yeah. um, the other ones are, they're just nice to look at. They're just very um, pleasing. Exactly. Kind of like the difference between a three-point turn by a well-versed driver versus a non-versed driver, looking at how pointy some are versus rounded some are. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. We've all seen those drivers. Uh (laughs) Okay, Um, cool. Um, The next one I want to bring up is dog-eared because we're seeing seeing something in here that we've talked about before. Right. TBS. Right. Yeah, so you want to talk about this one a little bit? Yeah. You know, so Sean Heisler did the uh, TBS logo and actually a friend of mine from um, uh, up in Omaha, Nebraska that did that. And um, I think that uh, that logo has probably been mixed, uh, had some real mixed reviews. uh, Mm -hmm. Uh, Some people. Mixed reviews on this show. Did it? Yes. There you go. There you go. But, you know, overall, I think that what we're trying to focus on with this dog-eared is think about this. Uh, You have all probably designed uh, something at one point in time, and maybe it was a logo that you were putting together some initials on or uh, the likes, and you're kind of going, yeah, you know, if I threw a container around that, then Mm -hmm. it would look like a logo. (laughs) So, you know, containers are a way that we sometimes feel like we've accomplished a logo out of something that otherwise is a series of letters. And, um, you know, uh, I think that what's going on is, uh, in, in actually in the logo lounge books, we have this entire section of what we call enclosures, which are all these different shapes that people put around things. Uh, but with, with these, it's, that somebody said, I can't, I can't stand to draw another rectangle around the letters. (laughs) Something something new, man. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, they, but but the mystery to me is that they said, okay, we're going to chop off a couple of corners. Not the top two, not yeah. the two on the right, yeah. or the, but we're going to chop off one on the top and right. the opposite one on the bottom. And, That's you know, and, and, and it actually turns it into a hexagon, if you look at it, yeah. a yeah. Mish- hexagon that is. Yeah, it gives you some extrusion, you know, where you start to get the sense of dimensionality that starts to work out of it. Um, you'll notice that Flora Street Cafe one in there, which there were any number of them where they had also come in and rounded off the opposite corners. Yeah. Uh, and I just kind of go, well, so what? what is it that all of a sudden, you know, we've, we've right. got this fascination with? Um, I can also pretty much assure you that most of these, I'm willing to bet, are in a business card that somebody said, do you know what we could do? Yeah. <laughs> Die cut. <laughs> we could do it. Yeah, we could, could do yeah. it on the business card. You know, could so, be, yeah. 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 The whole cottage industry and die cut business cards for this trend. <laughs> Someone's making money off of it. Somebody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the client says, that's a brilliant idea. Then you, right. you, you nailed it, you know. I, I love to keep a straight face going, yeah, yeah, nobody's thought of that. <laughs> we, uh, we dissected this. I had actually Sean come into my uh, class last semester, and we talked about the TBS logo. And cool. it was great because 
there was such a mixed reaction on it. But when he went through his kind of thought process on it and why, it really convinced a lot of kids differently. And then, but it opened a better discussion about uh, like what we're doing right now is when you talk with other designers about these logo rebrands and and the trends, it's such a, a great conversation to, mm-hmm. to 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 enjoy and kind of really understand other opinions because mm-hmm. I'm you know, I think as designers we're all first to kind of have an opinion so quickly yes. when something comes sure. especially yes. this year my God there was more brand rebrands oh, yeah. than I think I've ever seen yeah. you know we, we reviewed one almost every day in class and mm-hmm. like, that's that's huge so like, fun two yeah. a week you know so oh that's but, nuts yeah. But a, a great uh, this is a great trend for me. I love this one because sometimes this is a very good solution when you have something and you just don't feel there's enough originality to it by doing mm-hmm. something very unique to it like this, especially that flora one where that could have been so simple if it was just squared. It's, it's real subtle. Those, yeah. I have those two in there. Now it makes me feel like it's a real sign somewhere or it's, right, uh, right. you know, it's, it's, it really is a little more authentic. Um, yes. So very cool. Very so now really, here's the, really here's cool. the, Here's the encouragement to the audience: is uh, you know, how do you push it forward? You know, have you, mm-hmm. have you seen the uh, Raven Ravenborn UK that just came out? They I'm have. Not sure, this, I have. I'll send a link to you guys. Maybe we'll put it in there. But it's kind of an evolution of this. They they mm-hmm. did this thing where they have a square, and the right top and the bottom left have like diagonal uh, dog-eared kind of bends, and they mm-hmm. keep their R in there. But then inside, it changes. Uh, per what they need their logo to be. It's pretty interesting. And it's mm-hmm. like you're saying, it is this evolution of kind of the dog-eared thing. Um, yeah. If you look up Ravenborn UK. I'm looking at it right now. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they did a really cool job and they've a uh, creative review showed it on the on their Twitter feed earlier this week. So uh, it's funny, I brought it up. And as you said that, that's kind of exactly what I was thinking. It is that evolution. It's neat to see how people are taking it to the next level. You know? Yeah, mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. uh, for your listeners, Ravens, uh, R-A-V-E-N-S, born B-O-U-R-N-E uh, yep. on that. No, it's yep. no, I had not seen that, but it's a great logo. I, uh, yeah. You know, it's got some fun stuff going on in it. It's like a working logo. It's kind of like yeah. Sean, Sean had even mentioned on TBS, they wanted something to be almost like an empty vessel and it could be filled yep. with yep. anything they need for – a comedy for if it you know late night whatever their need was so mm-hmm. I, I i like this idea of adaptable logos it's kind of cool mm-hmm. sure very cool and like tbs is definitely trying something very I, I it's kind of interesting it kind of annoys me it's not necessarily the logo i think the logo is just one element of their new mm-hmm. branding totally um, mm-hmm. i've been watching that new show the detour on tbs which is oh, yeah. fantastic actually mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. side note but anyway yep. there are little bumpers between the show and the commercials for tbs are yeah. so freaking random and it's like and they're <laughs> oh, it's it's a out. it's such a waste of time like between the show and the, the commercials it's like i don't understand what you're trying to accomplish here there's one where a guy's like in a subway station waiting for the train and then the train comes but it's just like a subway sandwich as the train and it's like <laughs> okay fantastic like i have well, no well, idea what you're saying about your network got your attention but, you know yeah but, yeah I, guess. I was just gonna say but it got your attention yeah. But yep. enough to bring random it up later. for random sake, and I, I don't know. Yeah, it's, I think it's really truly purposeful. Yeah, is, that there's is that they're, TBS they're, branded or the show branded. No, it's that, TBS. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah, and there's yeah. a series of them. There's like a like a mm-hmm. Mars rover on Mars, like this little yeah. robot, and there's a fire hydrant, <laughs> and it like lifts a wheel up and like pees on the fire hydrant. It's like okay, I'm gonna. Have oh, to I've check seen that out. one. Yeah. I've seen that one. Okay, <laughs> I, you've I, sparked I, our curiosity. Yeah, it's yeah. just yeah. one of those things. Like why? 
someone's like spending so much time making these and i don't know but yeah. you know it now we just sound it, like old man mcdowell here but it, it brings up a good, a good point because <laughs> i think the tbs logo got su- such terrible reviews when it first launched i think it was one of the first of the year and then you had sure. the uber thing and now instagram oh, yeah. was most yep. re- recently and mm-hmm. I, I you know what really stood out to me was um i'm sure you might be familiar with michael um uh from pentagram i forget his oh, last yeah. name beirut beirut yeah yep. he said something so good about the way we look at rebrands and when they come on the scene and he said we're thinking them as a diving competition and not a swimming competition yeah we're, i love that comment for him it's not the splash it makes on day one but it's what it does it's six months over time down the road yep, yep. and yes. how and Wes, you saying these really cool little things and these bumpers, it is that evolution. And, and I, I'm trying to be more thinking that way now when I Me see it, especially even the new Instagram one. I didn't We're so quick quite to judge. get it. No, but, yeah. but the thing is with the, the TBS thing with the new branding and the bumpers, it feels so of, of the moment and of now. Mm-hmm. It does yeah. not feel like it has legs for a year from now. Well, let me oh, kind of make a that's comment what I'm saying. on, on like, both the TBS as well as on uh, Instagram. And I think that mm-hmm. um, it's – so here's the important thing that uh, Logo Lounge pushes is that as you look at a logo on Logo Lounge, it's probably going to be on a white background because that's the way it was submitted. Yeah. Guys, you've got to keep context in mind. And is mm-hmm. uh, I, I just ref- – Turned from the uh, talking down at the How Design Live conference, and it was in the CNN complex, so there was TBS signage everywhere. And <laughs> it dawned on me with the new logo that you know mm-hmm. the TBS signage, you know, it's not necessarily that uh, kind of violet background with the gradation mm-hmm. of letter forms, and you know, in, in, and in context, it was really beautiful uh, the way that it was mm-hmm. applied and and the likes. And context means everything in design because mm-hmm. nothing lives on a plain white background, mm-hmm. and that's the way that we evaluate identities when something comes out, you know. Uh, we have it delivered to us on this plain white tray with you yeah. know uh, nothing around it, and you say, "Well, what do you think of that?" And you know, sure, we're we're our own worst critics, and uh, you know, we we eviscerate things sometimes quickly mm-hmm. because we all have opinions, and you right. know, and that's good. But back to Michael's comment that you mentioned, Nick, which I think mm-hmm. is was really cogent and to the point, which is that this isn't, this isn't a diving competition. It's a, you know, it's an endurance swimming competition. Yeah, I love that analogy. Yeah. It's how you keep your head above all that time yep. after. Yep. And it's so true, you know, and I'll, and I'll take that comment and kind of apply it to Instagram here, I think for a second, because frankly, we, uh, at how design live, when we presented, we threw in a couple of extra little trends, one of which uh, <laughs> isn't in the report, but it was called ouch chroma or ouch chroma, <laughs> which was, uh, uh, basically taking all of the identities that have come out recently with the high intensity chroma gradation kind of background that like uh, you see in the oh, back yeah. uh, Instagram logo yeah. and as much trash, I think, as designers wanted to put on Instagram, I think, frankly, it's a beautiful solution. And I think it's a smart solution uh, where they ended up going. I think if anything, Probably Apple is jealous that when they were coming up with their camera icon for their phone that they hadn't come up with a camera. Yeah, sure. And I think it's going to have long legs and durability. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I mean, it's just it's a simple shape. It's a simple icon. Once you get over looking for the um, uh, the the realistic skeuomorphic camera, you know, Mm -hmm. on your, you know, uh, on your iPhone or whatever device you're using, you know, you home in on that and it already has good traction. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, and, I, and I don't mind that one at all. I think it got a lot of 
like design rage when it came out, but I, yeah, I don't mind it at all. I think it's, mm-hmm. it's a nice um, progression of, of what it was because I think when Instagram first came out, it was all about the filters. It was all about making these old looking photos, um, you know, with using yeah. the filters. So I think that's yeah. what their original icon was saying. It was like making you think of an old Polaroid camera. Yeah. Like, yeah. But I feel yeah, like yeah, now yeah. it's it's just become another Whole social media platform. It's yeah. not so much about the filters. So yeah, I understand totally why. Oh, and I also think the gradation, the chroma over the logo, mm-hmm. might stand for kind of the filtering. Oh, it of does. The photos, yeah. And it's a so. blending of all those uh, the colors that were previously in the stripes of the camera. Yeah. Um, so I think it works. You know. Great. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. You know, they you are know, a different company. They're yeah. a different company. You, you know how many designers are out there? I don't, but (laughs) Instagram has 400 million people post each month, Uh, 80 million post each day, and 3.5 billion likes each day. So in in the great scheme of things, we're a bunch of gnats. Yeah. You know, our our, our opinion doing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I gotta trust like with them and Uber. You know, they the, these apps are becoming totally different companies within three or four years of launch. So they yeah. have to launch with something, like you said, Wes, with a, a logo, and then they become this global phenomenon. And guess what? They're a totally different company three yeah. years down the road. It's like, so it's like Pied Piper. They wanted the platform. <laughs> now they're on the box. Exactly. What are they gonna do? <laughs> Uber, on the other hand, I'm not. I'm not sure. I was so excited about theirs. So mm-hmm. still, very in the same boat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We can we, put, yeah, the Uber one just doesn't didn't make a whole lot of sense to any of us. I, I you remember, know, yeah. and I guess okay. It it it's when they started throwing all the pixie dust on top of it about you know it, it uh, yeah it's. Yeah. It's the interplanetary stellar system of coordination of four different. The atom, what was it? The atom, yeah, and the map or something. And I'm going, no, I'm not buying that. Yeah, exactly. No, it's not. Is that why your chief uh, creative guy left the day after? (laughs) Oh, skitties. Oh yeah, he was. He he left or was asked to leave pretty much the next day. Couldn't handle it. Jury's out on that. On which which it was. Who knows? (laughs) All right. Uh, anyway, um, so the next one up here is Corners, which I, I think is kind of cool. I'm digging this one. Me too. Yeah. Me and, too. You know, um, so think about that. Um, you know, a, a corner is one of those things that you don't only you, – you see one corner and you get it. You know, it's kind of like if even you if there's the just one corner, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You know, so mm-hmm. talk, about, right. talk about consumer participation as far as trying to uh, finish something out. But the other thing I like about these um, – and. And again, uh, I'm saying I, that I like about these. I'm not. I'm not in love with all these. And again, I'm just reporting. But yeah. mm-hmm. is the idea of think of these uh, ones where four different corners are coming together, and think of it as you know a company saying you know this is what happens when various entities come together to accomplish something greater. You know, it's the boundaries that we put on something to accomplish greatness. It's, mm-hmm. you know, um, it's pulling things together so that as you start to look at these, you realize that, you know, really, it only takes two corners if you push them together just right to make mm-hmm. a square. Four corners could describe anything as infinitesimal as a chiclet to a quarter section of land or something larger, you know. So it's it's amazing that just a corner can mean so much. And if you take an individual corner, you know, mm-hmm. it could just as easily be uh, a roof or an arrow or, you know, Play forward, up, down. Mm-hmm. You know, it it has so much meaning in there. And this one here, the Valentine, kind of uses 
a trick from we talked about before where it's yeah. like down the middle half and half yeah right. i got the shading the shadowing the, the be- yes. or beveled, yeah. yeah the beveled look too yeah. Right. Exactly. You know, it, it does give it a beveled look. And, and oddly enough, as we were looking, going back to those half and halves, it was really hard to find somebody that had uh, uh, done that vertically on a logo. Mm-hmm. Oh. It, I, no, I take that back. Horizontally on Horizontally. Because it doesn't. Yeah, There's it doesn't. All verticals, but nobody right. draws horizontally. And I, was going, <laughs> I, I found a couple of examples. But, you know, I mean, it was very far and few between. Yeah. That's pretty and this smart. one's on a diagonal, so even better. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Hey, bonus points. Exactly. All right. So this one, um, I'm super torn on this one. It's called Line Dash. And I, when I first look at it, I hate it. But then when I read your description of it, it makes it, it it makes sense to me why someone would do it. But yet I don't like how it looks visually. You want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah. And (laughs) so... We, we have all been in Illustrator or, you know, whatever we're designing in where we've got a line and mm-hmm. we go over and we click the little thing where we kind of go, oh, it can be large dashes or tiny dashes or, you know, or little dots or, you know, and it's almost like somebody was designing, doing monoline kind of design and said, wonder what would happen if I uh, clicked a oh, look at that, you know, um, <laughs> Because it's this combination of uh, line work, some of which are um, uninterrupted and some of which are uh, dashed throughout. And when you take a look at that, you know, um, part of this is because we have been so inundated with monoline design. And, you know, it's kind of like people are strung out on it and they're still trying to come out of it. You know, they're still just... (laughs) This, this is this is their methadone. Yeah, it's their methadone. They're slowly emerging out of the uh, monoline, and and there still is beautiful monoline design being done. But as you look at this, it's kind of like somebody said, "I can't bring myself to do another just purely monoline design." Uh, but this starts to give them the ability to build hierarchy into it, um, mm-hmm. different levels, um, mm-hmm. different sets of values and importance. So. Mm-hmm. As you look at that Mark Bowley reflections by FW piece, you know, you, you start to see that some edges are defined that you're kind of going, well, okay, that's probably back behind the other edges. And it's, you know, it still is very transparent, Mark, but it gives yeah. you the ability to have, you know, another layer to it. It brings texture, frankly, uh, to a mark. Not mm-hmm. sure how well it holds up when it gets reduced. Scale. You know, yeah, right. scalability. Right. Yep. Yeah, and these are they're just so intricate. Like the one for comfort softness. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. That doesn't even I mean that to me it doesn't even read so much of a logo as it does like a like IKEA Info, instructions or something. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Like, right, look, right. Look, like look how soft this pillow there. is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted I wanted to use that one, but that actually is part of a series of icons that yeah. uh, Paul Gardner had done for uh, those folks. So, you know, in all fairness, that's not a logo per se, but it's an icon. You know, we can give it a lot of the same credibility, but uh, okay. yeah, they probably weren't planning on reducing that thing so small. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. And the other and the other icons use the same uh, solid dotted uh, kind of line dash kind of effect in their mm-hmm. uh, uh, images as well. So it works. Okay. Cool. Um, the slices kind of um, was fun. And if you get yeah, to like them, um, you know, we, 
we we all have as designers this degree of fascination ever since illustrator figured out how to make about uh, 12 years ago figured out how to instantaneously do transparencies mm-hmm. uh, you know i mean if if you remember before that if you wanted to do anything transparent with a logo you were in photoshop and you'd say <laughs> i wonder what it would look like if i did such and such and you'd make that motion and Thank then god for multiplash yeah. <laughs> <laughs> come back to lunch and it would still be kind of timing down just about done with the calculations on it you know? um mm-hmm. but yeah with multiply you know i mean it, it gives you that wonderful transparency which is one of the really key words that people hunt for on logo lounge and mm-hmm. one of the things that we keep track of is from data we we know what people are looking for now not individually but as an aggregate as a group and yeah. You know, so it, it tells us where the industry is shifting and what's important to them. And transparency is real high on the list um, because you can imagine anybody who has a um, uh, a fiscal firm, a financial firm, uh, where people need to see transparency with how their money is being used or invested and likes um, mm-hmm. a transparent process. Anytime somebody has a level of investment, and this is a way of kind of looking at transparency and with with a new set of glasses. Yeah. Uh, I- <laughs> yeah. I got to give it up for that Philippe one because I remember trying that something very similar to that going, a client will never, ever use that. And I took it out of a Look how simple it was. But it's like, it's yeah, it's like money on it. I actually man. like that one a lot. Talk about going bold, man. That's it's like yeah. so, you know, I love that. I love but that. I, but I'm a sucker for Argyle, so maybe that's why I like that one. <laughs> there you go. It, it's, about, it's about three more diamonds from being there, isn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah, it is. The but one above he, it is hurting my eyes, though, man. That's, that's a little mushy. Yeah. Yep. Betty. Yeah. And, you know, that, that one doesn't hold up well as it gets smaller. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you start to get a sense on here of where scale works for you and where it works against you. Totally. And, um, you know, you can tell the ones that are simple and that they've involved that negative area between the different slices. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I, I, I was talking to somebody at uh, uh, Linda's. We were working on the video, and uh, we were talking about this particular trend. And I said, you know, it's it's uh, we we like consumers like to be able to lift the hood on the car. Um, it, it doesn't mean they can do anything about it, you know. But you like to be able to see what's behind. Mm-hmm. The you know, um, it's it's kind of like how many times have we found ourselves there with the hood up, kind of going sure. <laughs> What kind of a jerk am I that I think I could do anything with what's in here? But the, the thing that it does is it tells us that our car isn't powered by intergalactic ooze or a water buffalo or something else under the hood. You know, you raise it up and it's that assurance that, okay, well, things look like they ought to be good here. And mm-hmm. we do that with companies sometimes. You've got to lift the hood on a company within yeah. an identity so that people feel comfortable with, mm-hmm. uh, you know, what what's there and what's powering it and the like. So, yeah. Part of what slices does. Mm-hmm. Letter block. I really like that a lot. Okay. Do you? Yeah. Tell me, I, why, well, tell me why you like that because I'm not a big. Yeah, I'm. I'm not. I, I'm not I, I think. It, but. I, I think it's a way of of reacting to the trends, but making them more unique and and personality filled than a lot yeah. of the ones that we see that are just are stripped of that completely. And sure. uh, to me, I love this, and I've been seeing a huge shift in fonts that are done in this style um, yep, where my God, they're just everywhere. And yep. um, I, I, I do like that they can make a very strong uh, minimal uh, like personality with something mm-hmm. so simple and clean. Uh, the team Bryant one to me, like that to me is so successful because I think it could go on 
every yeah. application and work just great. And I love mm -hmm. the dirt, the dirt jockey one too. To me, that's <laughs> that's so simple. But there, there's a lot of thought behind these. And and the even yeah, look at the the the, the uh, cement dean. Um, uh, the, no, what is it? Uh, Clement, 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 Dean Clement building, Dean building company. company. Mm -hmm. That it's not the same thing. Mirror. There's a slight difference in there, and I think that throws you for a little bit of a spin. And I'm just yes. a fan of of what these can do and still be minimal. You know. So here's here's the thought on these. Um, uh, and again, it's reporting what we're seeing. I mm -hmm. I can't say that I'm totally in love with um, all of these, but in fact, I think that they are they're well executed. Um, I like the kind of positive negative play that's going on in there. Mm -hmm. Typically, that about as much positive as you do negative space happening inside of here. Mm -hmm. There's a little bit of a pathway. Very Cretan key. Mm -hmm. Cretan key looking. Yeah. Michaela, exactly. Um, I so I. The the other thing, and I made this comment earlier, kiddingly about uh, the favicons, and and that's this idea that, you know, uh, we're given what two hundred and fifty six pixels to work with on a favicon, mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. not not much. And I think that you would be surprised, and this has caught us off guard. The number of, uh, and it shouldn't catch us off guard, but the number of credible designers that are kind of shifting towards icons and logos that are going to work well in that favicon yeah. slot, you know? Yeah. Um, and th these would, you know? Yeah. Um, they, oh, they, they would. One, another reason I, I'm a, I'm a fan of it too, is one of the big things I've been stressing to a lot of my students when they're doing a logo design is right. how do you say the most with the least that True. to me? And these are the ones that kind of, I think there's a sense of that happening here for, at least for me. And maybe that, Dirt Jockey one just has a, a a special kind of thing going on with it. I don't know. And perfect color. I love the combination of the D and the J. But like yep. they, that, that's something I'm I'm a big fan of. And and like you said, if the, the simplicity of how these would work in the in the uh, you know in the in on websites on the Favicon, all that stuff, it just it just it's just saying a lot to me. I don't know. You know, just yep. that's what I'm liking. You know, something doesn't. I okay. I'm gonna get bad email for this. Something doesn't <laughs> have to be. Something doesn't have to be brilliant in order for it to work really well for a yep. client. Um, totally you know, true. and you know how many how many times have we told clients that you know the and this is by no means the worst logo. It, it is a good logo. Mm -hmm. um, but you know how many times have we told a client that the uh, best identity applied poorly doesn't work nearly as well as the worst identity applied consistently. Mm -hmm. You know, um, <laughs> I mean, there's it it all it ultimately comes down to what's done with it. Yeah, yeah, it always does. Yeah. Um, Maybe uh, the other one in here that uh, just kind of comment on that uh, I'm having fun with is Benders. And it's, it's hmm. you know, a couple of years ago, we started to see a few of these pop up. And, mm. and it's almost like somebody's taken a little piece of paper. Maybe a designer was sitting there at his desk carving out paper. And as she's looking at it and twisting it into a shape, she goes, ah, okay, that's it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's a 3D, like flat t 3D version of that paper. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I feel like there was a version of this, like, was it last year or the year before? There's no. always one like this, though. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> trying to remember okay. what it would have been called last time. Yeah. So, um, actually, I'm twisting my head here trying to uh, pull all these up, but there was <laughs> something that we called bracketing 
And mm-hmm. before that, um, we got into arc twists, which arc were these, probably, yeah, yeah, these pieces that had a slight twist to them. But what's happened is that those were all combinations of these, and now these elements have gone solo. Uh, they've okay. lost much of their symmetry. Um, it's just a single piece that's kind of hanging out there on mm-hmm. its own that is representational. And as you look at those, like if you look at the Babco uh, by Siegel and Gale, which is an oil mm-hmm. company, you know, you get this sense of, you know, maybe it's a flame, it's this drop, it's, you know, oil, so on and so forth. Um, with land lease, uh, which is a leasing company, you get this sense mm-hmm. of, uh, frankly, you get this sense of paperwork is what you get out of it for me. But, <laughs> yeah. And, and if you look at the supporting language that they use in the actual application on land lease, you find that they were able to kind of carry this logo out so that it continues on. So you see this ribbon of paper, which I'm not sure is a good idea. No, but, I don't yeah. think we want to think yeah. about endless paperwork to do. But yeah, but, but, <laughs> but at the same time. <laughs> Um, you know, it's this idea of being bold enough that you're uh, not tying your client down to something that is so literal mm-hmm. that they are forever beholding to it. Mm-hmm. Um, when uh, Moving Brands did Swisscom maybe eight, nine years ago, um, uh, the Swisscom logo was this wonderful uh, – well, in the first place, it was in motion – Go figure, Moving Brands did it. And it's <laughs> this series of twisted kind of elements that you're going, I'm not sure what that would really look like if I were holding it in my hand. You know, uh, yeah. it's kind of it's subjective, right? Yep, very yeah. subjective. Yeah. But it, it was almost like this was um, disassembling that a little bit, you know, some of these mm-hmm. parts pieces. And, you know, some, sometimes you want to move from being literal and move towards this kind of ethereal essence. It, it shows yeah. this little flexibility. You get mm-hmm. some little tension out of it. Um, you get uh, uh, this little bit of approachability uh, to the thing. I mean, there's a variety of different things going on. And certainly none of these are totally bereft of tricks because there's a lot of gradation going on in these uh, yeah. to try and play out contours and dimensionality that mm-hmm. are really important to make them work yeah the benders i always find like or the whatever uh, group you have mm-hmm. that is similar right. to these in the past they yep. when you group these together they kind of weaken because individually they're nice yep. do you know yep. what i mean but when you yep. do see these i i see them together and i think of old software yeah. companies from like the late late 90s you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but like it, it's it's a there's kind of a um a, it weakens them when you do kind of see them together so i can only imagine what you <laughs> when you are at that point where you're seeing these things in yeah. huge groups, what how it clouds maybe uh, opinions and decisions. It's a, well, quite it's a task a you take point. on, man. Often, you know, I mean, on any of these, keep in mind that we always show four examples. Exactly. And uh, we may have a group of five to pull four from. Mm-hmm. Or I made a group of 38 to pull four from. So it's one of those things where, you know, sometimes a, a trend is more thoroughly played out. Sometimes it's just emerging and you don't have as much to uh, to draw from. On, on your comment, my wife always tells me that uh, one of something ugly is ugly, but many of something ugly is beautiful. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. So. <laughs> I, I should kind of be looking at these logos and thinking, yeah, well, they're all beautiful now that I've got a bunch of them here. But I'm, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. I, I'm with you. I kind of go the other way. You put a bunch of them together and you kind of go, eh, yeah. you know. Bars. I like this one. I love the uh, the stripes and stripes logo, actually. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. You want to talk to talk to us about the the bars trend? Bars, Bill? real quick. So, um, yeah, and this is going to run us back to uh, Design 101, which is that we know that you can look at, uh, uh, as, as you're looking at textures specifically, you can look at repetition, you can look at rhythm, and you can look mm -hmm. at pattern. Mm -hmm. And each of those brings us something different, but they all bring you some, you know, both pattern and repetition bring you a rhythm. And yeah. there's something comforting to uh, rhythm. If if you remember even going back to 101 again, as, as you think about identities, um, the first thing you see is color at a distance. Mm -hmm. The second thing that you see is pattern. And the third thing that you see is image. So pattern works mm -hmm. really well from you at a small scale or a difference or at mm -hmm. a distance. And with these, um, it's almost like this pushing forward a monoline a little bit, except pulling the monolines together so that you've got equal positive negative spacing in there. Yeah. Um, and it's it's just kind of a comfortable rhythm. It's not for everybody. It, it works really well if you're doing a logo for an American flag or maybe an, yeah. a manufacturer of jail bars. That is my niche. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there you go. You know, and there's yeah. a lot of those out there. Yeah. I like the com comfortable rhythm description of them. I think that's really what I see a lot in there. And I know Steve uh, Wolf does, I'm a big fan of his work and he has a lot of that in some of his work and he does it really nicely where it kind of just adds, like you said, almost a texture, but it's so simple um, and it doesn't overcomplicate, you know? Well, uh, here's, here's the behind the scenes thing that this does mm -hmm. for you as a designer. Um, Obviously, you know, when you when you have all these lines that are working together in a perfect, you know, uh, repetition, mm -hmm. if you will, there is this level of perfection that comes across there. And if what you're trying to connote for your client is this idea of, you know, we uh, we provide competence and consistency, then this starts to uh, allude to that. Um, mm -hmm. It certainly kind of gives this idea of you can anticipate what's going to come from us and expect to know that that's going to be what you're going to get. Consistency, um, right? Yeah. There, yep. Yep. There's you know, this level of consistency that occurs in here. Mm -hmm doesn't happen with all logos, but it certainly does with these. Yeah. Yeah. By definition, it has to. You know, um, and really, that's the beauty of, of everything in this trend report, you know, is that you look at it and each one of these, the designer didn't just do it because it was what they thought was cool. Mm -hmm. They did it because there was generally good thought and reasoning behind it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, uh, we, we know as designers that there are a lot of unsaid things that we build into our work that are important for the consumer to comprehend, but not necessarily to comprehend in such a way that they can verbalize it back to you. Mm -hmm. We, we rely on assumptions. Assumptions are a huge thing to us as designers because people don't have time to consume every bit of information. Yeah. But if you can help them make assumptions for that client, then your job has been accomplished. Yeah, that's a, that's a great way to – yeah, I love that because you're right. I think a lot of times logos and clients are wanting nine different messages within the logo. And oh, yeah. mm -hmm. it's impossible. And, and even stripping it down to one or two is really tough. But I like what you how you worded it by saying it's more of the assumption. What's the overall, you know, quality I'm taking as a consumer when I look at that logo, mm -hmm. you know, and, 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 and it's, it's interesting even trying to change the language with with clients. That's kind of our job is to kind of get to that point and make sure we're that successful with these things. So they get it, too, and hope yeah. that the consumer does as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah we, right. totally. 
Well, it's a great list again, Bill. Um, before Such we, a good thank one. you, Wes. Yeah, before we break onto the listener question, do you have? And sorry to put you on the spot here, and if maybe no. you don't have anything, but is there anything that you can effectively say is dead in logo design at this point? Like something that was <laughs> hot a couple years ago that just put a fork in it, stop doing it. You've seen too Opposite many of, of it. Trend. Yeah, yeah, you've seen too yeah. much of it. You know, probably more than anything, uh, one of the things that we uh, tend to see are usually literal figural things that were kind of like, please quit de- quit designing uh, mustache logos. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you heard it here first. <laughs> Um, you know, who, who figured that uh, facial hair was going to take off at this very same time? No doubt. Yeah. Clubs, you know, I mean, to <laughs> the antithesis of each other and both doing very well. But um, mm. uh, so, uh, yeah, mustache logos, get rid of them. Um, uh, you know, uh, let me let me point out to designers that if you have a drop of water and you turn it upside down, that it's a locator symbol. OK, we all know that now. Uh, mm-hmm. We've seen <laughs> kind of like I'm worn out on that. Um, there mm-hmm. have been, um, I don't know why, but mountains have just been for the last two years, um, everywhere. And it's not just a matter of, you know, we're designing something for a ski resort. This is a matter of, you know, people thinking of mountains as summits to achieve and, you know, uh, with the M's uh, and the yeah. W's and, yeah. and it's such a, it's yeah. such a quick go-to like, yep. Well, yep. yeah. And I think the mustaches and the mountains are both, they kind of speak to that Portland hipster thing. Yeah, yeah totally. Done and done. Kind of had some fun. We ended up taking the mustache uh, idea, and we uh, took a photo of a young man that had a little bit of uh, chin growth, and we uh, dropped an Adidas must. We dropped an Adidas logo underneath his nose, and that didn't. (laughs) It looked a bit Hitlerish. We imagine we we did the Under Armour uh, logo, which came down and up, which mm, probably wasn't going to grow, but the crowd favorite seemed to be uh, if you put a double Nike, uh, one one left uh, and one right, uh. both pointing up, it, it, it's kind of a nice French kind of mustache, so we want people, <laughs> if they're going to, if they're going to, if they're going to design a mustache mm. logo, design something you're so committed to, it's going to stick around as long as an athletic brand. But, yeah. Just uh, do it. That's what we're saying. Just do it. Exactly. Just grow it. Well, we're not going to do any better than that to go out on uh, okay. to the listener <laughs> question. So, um, before we do, Bill, where can people sure. find you online? Sure. Um, de- depending on how they're looking for me, uh, certainly logolounge.com uh, is where they're going to look to find the trend report. And um, it is a membership site. There's over, uh, gosh, there's close to a quarter of a million logos that have been loaded by our thousands of members in more than 100 countries around the world. It has just been uh, reborn. Uh, the site uh, has incredible robust uh, capabilities now. Um, it's just so incredibly highly searchable that um, if you're not using yeah. it as a tool in your design, uh, shame on you. Uh, but uh, the other is uh, mm-hmm. Gardner Design, which is our design firm, uh, gardnerdesign.com. And you're always welcome to uh, take a look at us there. I try and keep the two as separate as I can, but uh, uh, I'm, I'm easily reachable, uh, bill at gardnerdesign.com. So. All right, cool. Yeah, and, and Logo Lounge is a great site. I use it a lot. So um, good job Wes. building that. It's it's a great resource. Thanks for your um, continued support. Yeah, absolutely. So we're going to stick around and answer the question sure. with us. All right. I'll do my best. Cool. We're going to just give a little bit of love to our friends at Green Geeks. Uh, basically, you know, what can we say about web hosting? It sucks. No one wants to deal <laughs> with it. The best you can hope for is just something that's super easy to use. They'll take care of your clients for for you. Uh, you know, it's 24 seven, 
US-based support, phone or live chat, so that they've got that base covered. I always look for that. Uh, super reliable, over 99% uptime, and they'll migrate your site for you for free as well as for your clients. What more can you ask for? Uh, so it's the best web hosting out there that I found for the best price. Reseller plans start at $19.95 a month, and individual plans start at just $3.96 a month. And um, for 20% off your first billing cycle, go to thedeependdesign.com slash hosting and use the promo code TAKE20OFF. That's TAKE20OFF. All right. Sweet. Cool. So we've got our listener question. This time comes from Justin Roy. You want to take this one, Nick? Sure. All right. This is uh, from Justin. I work full time as a graphic designer, but I am looking to pick up some small gigs on the side. Do you know of any easy way slash place or firm to get some small work from? I do a lot of flyers, brochures, invites, logos, business Hmm. cards, etc. I understand I will have to give up a percentage of the service, and I'm totally fine with that, of course. Friends and family have suggested that I look into things like uh, that I'm worried, and it might be a 99designs.com kind of thing. So totally get what he's asking for here. Um, I'm assuming Thumbtack and a few others, but he was a little worried it was going to be more of the bid, 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 and just be the Mm -hmm. lowest price Mm -hmm. person out there. And I I totally get that. And I I know we've been talking a lot about, um, is it Upwork.com? That yes. a lot of people are using. I know you were you mentioned that Wes, correct? Yeah. So I've yeah. I've never like put my services on Upwork, mm-hmm. but I've I've hired people from Upwork, mostly yeah. more technical people, mostly yeah. someone to like fix a problem I'm having with my hosting or something I'm having. Like I've had to like fix the podcast feed before, so like things like that. Yeah. But there are a lot of designers on there, and the mm-hmm. good news is it's not a bid system. You just say what you charge. And it's if people want to pay it, then they will. If not, they won't. So um, it's not that kind of a situation where if they don't like it, they're not going to pay you yeah, necessarily. Gotcha. So um, how does Thumbtack work, though? Do you? Have I have not Thumbtack? used that. I, do you know, Bill? I've not used Thumbtack either. I'll, I'll tell you. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw you a different direction here, which is right. off technology, um, which <laughs> is and, and let's let's be really honest about it. Um, I think that there uh, it is much easier for some generations to communicate, um, uh, uh, whether it's through you know text or email uh, and the likes, and not really develop relationships. And uh, to, to be quite frank, uh, the people that are going to hire you are going to be in one of two categories. They like your work or they like you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, uh, any, any kind of a site that you end up getting into that has you doing, and, and I'm going to use spec work, um, you know, just as uh, a general term here, but basically where there's some level of competition to, to get the work please avoid it. You know, it's, it's kind of, oh, like, yeah. don't, don't diminish your profession to that degree. But at the same time, you know, I, if, here's the deal. People respond when you ask them for input and when you ask them for advice or when you, uh, you know, people like to be asked. And if, if you go into a coffee shop and you, you know, love the product, but you think that their graphics are skanky or that, you know, you see that they're producing some stuff, but it really needs help. Just go up and introduce yourself and be be blatant about it. You know, it's you know, hey, my name's and is. Did you say this guy's name's Josh? Uh, Justin. <laughs> Justin. Justin. Yeah. There we go. I'm, hey, Justin. Uh, and you know, 
make yourself a friend with those people that you'd like to be working for. I, I hate to use such old school, you know, kind of uh, uh, thoughts here. But again, people work mm-hmm. for you or people want you to work for you because you are liked by them or your work is liked by them. And it, it doesn't take but just a couple of really great pieces. And if you got to do it for free, man, to, you know, to, to bust out some portfolio stuff that people just really love, that's mm-hmm. your reputation maker. Make yeah. your reputation off of it. And, you know, uh, no, nothing beats asking somebody personally that, uh, you know, I mean, they, they love to be asked. Yeah, that's yeah, true. Referrals, I mean, referrals in, is absolutely uh, – the referral system is absolutely a great way to go. I yeah. personally have had great success with Thumbtack. I've okay. built I've built long-term relationships, but it doesn't just happen overnight. I mean there's a lot of – you know, you – you post your job and you sometimes will get a crazy amount of bids and oftentimes you won't. It depends on the arena, but, Mm -hmm. um, those that have submitted a bid might follow up with a phone call and I'll hear the voicemail and they're extremely personable and that's all it took was to hear their voice and I'll call them back. So it just sometimes is a long shot and sometimes it's really extremely successful. So it just depends on what you're seeking. But mm-hmm. I have absolutely had great I, – I give Thumbtack kudos. Well, that's good to hear. That's good to okay. hear. Cool. And the one extra thing I would throw out, we've talked about it before, and that's uh, go into your local you know, 24-7 creative circle, creative group type place and just like talk to placement. them. And, yeah, placement. Because yes. yeah. more times than not, um, it's going to be very temporary little gigs. And I don't know mm-hmm. – although this might not work for you because you say you work full time. And I think most of these are like – assignments where they you have to go into their people's office to work for like a week um but they may Mm -hmm. they may have a need for for this kind of thing for just like one-off projects as well so yeah real quick thought real quick thought on this might be to uh develop a circle of people that are in associated fields but not yours such as copywriters photographers so on and so forth that you work with because how many times have i been approached by a copywriter working on a project needs a designer or a photographer on a project yeah Yeah, absolutely you know so Mm -hmm. you know build build that circle of other creatives that uh, are supportive of each other yeah it's so true Bill, you might know of this. Um, LinkedIn just kind of launched ProFinder, which is kind of yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. And, and I, I've just started looking into that a little bit. But you can put mm-hmm. all of your resources out there based on your LinkedIn profile, and it will match you with opportunities uh, within your area or even abroad great, uh, great based resource. on your based on your capabilities. And they haven't said much about this. They're not really. Um, there hasn't been a huge big push to kind of say. I think it might be still beta, but I signed okay. up. And just out of pure curiosity and looked at it, and it's all based on your LinkedIn profile that you already have. So worth a shot, ProFinders is what it's called. Very good. Yeah. Awesome. Sounds good. Um, Hopefully all right, we cool. gave him some good w- advice there. Well, I think we, I <laughs> think we covered all the bases there. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Got it. Digital so, and non-digital. <laughs> exactly. The old-fashioned way and the newfangled way. So um, keep sending in those listener questions to questions at thedeependdesign.com or via Twitter using hashtag DGDC. And remember, we love the audio ones, so it's generally a good way to kind of bump the line to, to send in an audio question. So um, once again, Bill, we want to thank you so much for continuing this tradition with us and sharing you. your report Thanks, Bill. with our listeners. Wes, Nick, Michaela, thank you guys. You thank are, you. You know, you're always great. What was that? Thank you. 
I said, you guys are all pros at this. You make oh. me look good. <laughs> you, quite, quite the, quite the, the opposite. You make us look good when <laughs> yeah. you're on the show. So. You're, cl- you're classing up yeah. the joint. Bill. Exactly. I'm, yeah. trying. I'm trying to, Nick, with you. You're a real air of authority here. <laughs> <laughs> hey, let's do this in a year. <laughs> I'm, I am definitely counting on that for sure. <laughs> Sounds good. We'll be yep. there again. So with that in mind, catch, keep designing and catch us next time on the Deeply Graphic Design Cast. Thank you.